This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Today we're joined by Wharton accounting professor Allison Nicoletti, and she's going to talk about her paper titled Regulatory Asset Thresholds and Acquisition Activity in the Banking Industry. Thanks for joining us, Allison. Thank you for having me. Could you give us a brief summary of uh, your research and what you and your co-authors found? Sure. So in this paper, we're examining how regulations with asset thresholds affect bank acquisition activity. So I think everyone is kind of familiar with the idea that the banking industry is highly regulated. But what's interesting is that some of the regulatory requirements only kick in at certain thresholds, usually in terms of total assets. So in this paper, what we're looking at is the $10 billion threshold in Dodd-Frank. And so Dodd-Frank was a sweeping reform. There were a lot of new requirements. But at $10 billion, there are a few significant ones that greatly increase the compliance costs for banks. So just a couple examples would be that now banks have to perform company-run stress tests, so assessing their bank health to different scenarios. They're also subject to oversight by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So what these additional requirements mean is that banks have additional costs, which will have a negative effect on performance. And so what we hypothesize in this paper is that as a result of these additional costs, banks might be incentivized to engage in an acquisition. And the reason why that's a viable strategy is because it allows banks to increase their asset size quickly and hopefully grow those income-earning assets. So when performance is negatively affected, they engage in an acquisition. These fixed costs that are associated with the new requirements are spread over this larger asset base, and hopefully that negative effect of performance will be somewhat mitigated. So this is what we examine, and what we find is that Banks engage in more acquisitions following the announcement of Dodd-Frank and that banks are willing to pay larger deal premiums following this. So it's consistent with banks right around that threshold increasing their demand for acquisitions. What would you say are some of the key takeaways for regulators from this, this data? So I think one of the key takeaways is that when regulators are writing these different uh, regulatory requirements They're determining, should all banks be subject to this? Should we only have banks above a certain threshold subject to these requirements? So what we're showing in this paper is just that this is something they should take into account when they're figuring out whether they layer in multiple requirements at one asset threshold. So um, another potential avenue would be just in assessing the overall effectiveness of banking regulations. So we can't really speak to that in this paper, but regulators who are typically concerned about consolidation should be aware of this issue. And how would you say your research stands apart from other research that's looked at the same thing? So there really hasn't been anything done, at least that we're aware of, as far as bank responses to asset thresholds. So there is a little bit of research done on non-financial firms. And typically what these papers look at is whether when a new uh, regulation is passed, do firms take actions to try to stay below the threshold? So in this paper, we're showing that some banks want to continue growing. And as a response, they might engage in an acquisition, which is a different response to the regulations that prior research has shown. And also, you can't really generalize necessarily results from a non-financial study to banks just because they're very unique and have different features. And would you say this is sort of a un- sort of a unique moment in time with Dodd Frank? I mean, in terms of in terms of your ability to, to examine this this problem, I think it definitely is. I mean, there's obviously a lot of different banking regulations that have been passed over time, but the banking industry went through a pretty significant change in the 1990s as far as their ability to engage in acquisitions across state lines, uh, because prior to that they weren't 
allowed to do that. So with Dodd-Frank, we have this nice setting of here's a bunch of requirements that kick in around these different asset thresholds, and the acquisition activity is a lot more prevalent these days. So it's a perfect environment to study. Exactly. Yes. It seems, of course, Dodd-Frank did come out of the financial crisis, which makes it a little bit tougher for us, but it provides a really nice opportunity. Great. And and would you say then overall this is a net positive or a net negative change? So I'd say at this point we can't completely answer that question, but that's where we're headed. So we're our next steps will be to look at the characteristics of the target banks that these banks right around the threshold are acquiring and also looking at what potentially some of the consequences of the mergers are. And I think that will be able to provide us with a little bit more insight into whether it seems like this is spurring on a net positive or net negative behavior. Great. Well, thanks so much for sharing that with us. Thank you for having me. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 